Ahoy, scurvy dogs. Welcome back to Rum Runners and Atlas podcast. My name is Durka. I am the host of this show, and I am so happy that you are here. Thank you for checking out the show. Thank you for listening in your earbuds during the week. And so today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter. Um, sadly, there is no news on that list. There's no patch notes. There's nothing really coming out. So it's going to be a shorter episode. Did plan on having a guest on today, but they kicked the bucket. So we're going to adapt a little bit of what's going on. So hopefully next week we'll have somebody else on the show. But still, it's just me, Reaper, still out for the count. But um, as you all know, I have moved in into a friend's house who also plays Atlas. And here I am recording the show and having fun playing Atlas as usual. And hopefully all you guys who are listening to this show are also enjoying the game. Uh, So feel free to tweet at us at... uh, rum underscore atlas on twitter or reach out to us on instagram at uh instagram.com slash rum runners so basically guys today we're going to go over a couple things but before i do i want to give a special shout out to a couple people first person i want to give a shout out to is my good old pal Eric Gold. He's the host of Nintendo Podcast, a podcast about Nintendo, everything from Nintendo. Uh, we go over different um, different stories from different um, characters from Nintendo. So basically from Donkey Kong to pretty much Smash Bros. That's going on tonight as i finished recording this so we're going on with another show in our network um called the nintendo dads and we're going to talk about smash we're going to drink beer and be merry and have lots of fun together but until then we're going to talk about pirates yes so i want to give a special shout out to eric gold for left us a five-star review on itunes saying great show the place the all capital the place all right, the place to go for the la- the latest info on Atlas. Also, some nice info on history of pirates in general. Check it out. Well, thank you, Eric. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, whole bunch. Um, as of reviews from United States, that is the only one we have. We do have one from the United Kingdom, actually, which is pretty exciting. And I want to give out a special shout out to The Hive. The Hive is a gaming community, a geek gaming community that does esports. They do streaming. They have servers for Ark, Atlas, Conan, Minecraft, and more. So awesome. Got a epic five star by The Hive HGC. Yark epic podcast mateys thank you so much colin for that we also have one more from down yonder down under australia good australians thank you for checking out the show and for hitting us up with a five-star review a five-star review from 
bro dog to a five yeah yeah five star thank you so much it says good work great to hear some content from another perspective no videos and trash talk thank you so much bro dog we appreciate you and keep it fresh from down yonder all right those are the itunes reviews awesome all right so we're gonna go over a couple things but before we do uh we want to go over our gameplay so this week personally for gameplay for me it's been a lot of moving uh my company was in a tight situation where we had to either pick being in the middle between our alliance and our neighbors and we didn't want to get caught in between so we packed up and we went somewhere else um and we actually found a really cool island too so um i'm not going to disclose the island i'm not going to disclose what company this is but um because there's probably people listening to the show that are on official pvp and that would be bad if i gave away my position however um it's great it's a great little island we have a nice little fresh water lake in the middle of our island so it's amazing i love it um other than that uh that's pretty much all we've done this week of all i've done really is just pack up ships and sail and that's about it nothing super super exciting i haven't been able to go do the kraken or do any of that and no one has actually sent me uh any type of um thing about the kraken of what their favorite thing is so we're gonna do this again this week so what's gonna happen is I'm going to give this week. I'm going to be sharing it around on social media. I want to hear your stories about the Kraken. All right. I want to hear what that was like, how fun it was. I want to see pictures. I will shout you out on the show. All right. Um, it's going to be super exciting. So got that going on. Um, and yeah, pretty much uh, reviews. Uh, gameplay there was nothing really super good or super bad um we did have like yeah i would say some bad thing happened was uh part of my company kind of broke off and went their separate way but um oh yeah also some like change in leadership as well so it wasn't the greatest thing but still it was you know it worked out in the end um but you know we never know. We see him on the seas. You know, red is dead, as we say. So, um, yeah, uh, pretty cool. So, we do have a couple things that I want to go into. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is the pirate chain of command. So, I know in Atlas, especially when it comes to PvP, there's a big emphasis on your ranking system, on what that looks like. And I kind of want to go over really quick of actually what it was like. Um, so there were different roles and positions on pirate ships. So let's meet the crew, shall we? All right. So you have your first order in command. You have the captain of the ship. Um, so basically people usually think the most pirate captains command by an iron fist. But in most cases, it was not true. The pirate captains which selected were selected because they were respected, not because they were feared. When electing a captain, a crew 
looked for someone who was capable of commanding and navigating a ship. So not just commanding, but also navigating. So they had to have the skill. Also, it was crucial that the captain was able to be courage and skill in both sword and pistol. So I don't know about you guys, but um, in PvP, I like to make sure I have my sword, at least two flintcock pistols, because you need to be able to change from one to the next quickly, and the good old rifle. The carbine. The carbine is a beast, and I, I can hit targets from far away. That's pretty great. So basically, a captain can absolute control only in battle. In everyday life, captains do not have much more rights than any other crew member. Even sail course is determined by voting. So they got. So it was diplomacy. It was democratic on a boat, um, supposedly. Uh, in navy, captains and officers had military rank. This was a big gap between uh, common, common sailor and officer. However, on a ship full of murderers, bandits, and thieves, most decisions were determined by voting. So that's pretty cool. The uh, the next rank, uh, second in command, would be the first mate. The first mate, bleh, the first mate had had a rank that was just below the captain. He would be able to take control of the ship. The captain would not perform his duties any longer. However, pirate ships usually did not have a first captain. Quartermasters refer performed their duties. Quartermaster after captain, the most authority on a pirate ship, had quartermaster. As a captain's right-hand man, he was in charge of the captain was not around and he had authority. He could punish men by not, for not obeying commands. Quartermaster was also in charge of food and water supplies. That is interesting. Quartermaster, you're also in food of control of the food charge of the food and the water that's pretty cool uh this is one i did not know of uh sailing masters sailing masters were officers in charge of navigation and piloting it was very hard job because charts in those days were inaccurate consistent uh, education was required and not all pirate ships uh and on non-pirate ships it was a well-paid job so if you were a sailing master you got paid like probably your weight in gold. I'm not really sure, but sounds pretty cool. Um, also, many sailing masters were forced to join par pirates. So, arg, you'd be a sailing master, you join the. Gunners were leaders of small man groups, who operated on on artillery. They watched for the safety of their men. Usually, aimed the cannons themselves. So these are the ones who did that. They would control that. Uh, powder monkeys is a British naval term used for young men insisting gun crews, usually not older than 12 or 13, were forced to perform dangerous work on a ship. They were treated harshly and rarely paid and were expendable. Powder monkeys had little hope of promotion, were often deserting. Um, there's some other ones on there, like uh, Boatswain, which were junior officers, surgeons, were definitely important. Pirate ships usually did not have surgeons on board. Those were uh, those that had them probably passed surgeons into service. From surgeons, crew inspect crews expected to have them with diseases and wounds. Without proper medicines, every wound would become a source of infection. Amputations were often necessary in order to save a patient's life. Think if we had today's medicine back then, how many lives we would have saved. Um, and then the probably um, probably the most important one 
especially with the food, would be cooks. Pirates, unfortunately, did not have professional cooks. Uh, usually, just an ordinary crew member was in charge of the food making. So, there you go. Thewayofthepirates.com, pirate life, uh, who is who. That is where uh, I got that information. So, if you want to check that out, that is what the website is called, thewayofthepirates.com. Um <clears throat> I also have a, um, let's see, so, y'all know about Blackbeard and how ruthless he probably was, um, according to Pirates of the Caribbean and some other folk lore about pirates, um, but we actually found out that he wasn't, he was actually pretty gentle, um. Uh, so, according to the Smithsonian, they have a magazine, uh, SmithsonianMag.com. Um, so, about 300 years ago this month, uh, that would be November 13th of 2018. Um, basically, since his head had separated from his body 300 plus years ago, because this was about a year ago, only... Uh, Blackbeard the Pirate had served the archetype of the bloodthirsty rogues who have roamed Caribbean and Atlantic coast waters. Only in the past few years have genealogists, historians, and archaeologists, th uh, thanks to a combination of hard work and good luck, unearthed surprising clues to reveal the man behind the legend, one that Blackbeard himself had spawned. To this day, in, this, in his day, merchants whis uh, whispered his name in fright. Reports circulated of a large man with fierce wild eyes who cut brace of three pistols and a holster across his chest and tall fur cap on his head. Lightly matches made, uh, made his luxurious beard smoke like a frightful meteor. This pirate, according to British account, written a half dozen years after his death, frightened America more than the comet who appeared there for a long time. But Blackbeard vanished abruptly when a British naval expedition personally funded by Virginia Governor Alexander Spotswood ambushed him and most of his men in a, blood in a bloody battle off, off of Ocracoke Islands. I believe that's how you, how you say it. On November 22nd, 1718, Blackbeard's head was stuck to a piling off of uh, Hampton, Virginia as a warning to other lawbreakers. Uh, the fearsome buccaneer never scared Hollywood producers, however. Blackbeard gained new notoriety in the mid-20th century when the 1952 Blackbeard and the Pirate proved popular. Half-dozen films centered its exploits followed. He emerged with a consensual cinematic movie in 2006. He guarded his own uh, mysteries, detailed his search for Captain Kidd's treasure, he even had a counter with Jack Sparrow in 2011 in Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. So you all know in Pirates of the Caribbean, he is the brutal pirate who can command his ship using his sword. Very cool um, part in the movie. But as we see, he was not. Uh, he was not a brutal pirate. Uh, there is a story about him where before he was actually like in charge of his own ship the crew that he had uh that he was on they liked to 
rob people of their hats. So he liked hats. I like hats. Do you like hats? Everybody should like hats. So, well, folks, um, there I have a section I'm going to call Bob Help. Bobs are usually noobs in the game as terminology for Atlas. Um, so let's talk about two different things. First thing first. When a Bob, what kind of advice do you have for a Bob? Hmm. Let's start with Freeport, right? You spawn on a Freeport. What's the first thing you do? Normally gather food, uh, punch trees, get the, you know, it's just like Ark, get the essential stuff, make tools. Um, and I would really suggest for those Bobs who are listening, find a company, uh, find a company who is nice that will take you in and that will show you the ropes. Um, another thing that Bob should definitely know, which a lot of people, I'm not sure if they knew this or not, but if you are about to run out of, you're like, you're thirsty as heck, you're become dehydrated and you need water ASAP and you don't have a shovel and there's no water around you, look for green grass, lay down on the ground and you can actually ding with your hands. And just, you'll have, you know, they'll have that like meter on the bottom. You got to play a little mini game and water will shoot out. Do that and you'll be able to at least survive for a little bit longer until you can actually find barreled water or you can actually find a fresh water um normally you could just take a shovel and dig for water and then have water canteens um that's another thing you can do but um there's also a wiki if you need help with any type of um if you need any type of help with the game itself um and then um I want to shout out to, I was going to shout out to the, the actual guest who was going to be on here today and shout out his company. Um, but because he is not here and I'm not going to share my company's name, uh, unless you're listening and you know what it is, um, you can reach out to me if you do want to join my company. Uh, I have been put on a leadership council with my company. I am one of the four who are who is in command and um but yeah other than that i do want to shout out to to the hive i want to talk about everything that they do uh we're gonna look into more types of ways to get this show out there so what i want to talk about is a call to action um so new and noteworthy has probably passed so you can still give reviews on itunes i really want to appreciate everybody who's done that this week um but i want to say share this show guys um let's get the word out there let's let's talk to people in game i'm gonna start while i'm playing i'm just gonna put it in global chat i'm gonna be like hey check out run runners and atlas podcast and i'm just gonna just every single grid i'm just gonna go and throw it in chat throw it in chat so when you're playing guys I want to see stuff like let's let's get the show rolling 
Uh, I'd like to get some guests on. I'd like to reach out to different, like the top like companies in PvP. Uh, I want to get some new guests on. I want to get this show rolling. So can you guys help me get the show rolling? So awesome. Uh, we got some network news as well, since we're a part of a network called CommuniCast. Uh, a couple things. One, we're working on our logo, which is pretty sweet. Uh, don't know exactly what uh, Fiverr uh, Asia is doing yet, but uh, we're going to have a logo. Also, um, the 10-Foot Podcast is doing a Smash Bros. contest uh, tournament thing for uh, the Outer Worlds for the Switch. So if you want to get on that, the actual show notes uh, will have the link if you want to join that. Um, and that's pretty much it for for this week, guys. So hopefully next week we'll have some more, we'll some more news. And uh, we'll see you guys out there. So stay fresh, stay safe. You remember, ARK! Be more pirate. So long, folks.